Welcome to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week we are getting into an early legend and someone who paved the way for artists that are big today. Dwight Arrington Myers was born on May 24th in 1967 in Mandeville, Manchester, Jamaica, the son of nurse Alula Lee and machine technician Clifford Vincent Myers. In the early 1970s, his family moved to Mount Vernon, New York, where he was raised. In an interview, his mother stated that he spent most of his childhood hanging out with his brother Floyd and his childhood friend Mo. He discovered rap music at its inception and, by junior high school, was making his own demo tape. He later formed The Boys with high school friends DJ Eddie F, born Eddie Farrell, Trouble T-Roy, born Troy Dixon, and G-Wiz, born Glenn Parrish. Their demo tape reached Def Jam executive Andre Harrell, who was in the process of forming his own label, Uptown Records. Harrell made Heavy D and The Boys the first artist signed to Uptown in 1986, and they released their debut album, Living Large, in 1987. The singles Mr. Big Stuff and The Overweight Lovers in the House established Heavy D's image among rap fans, and Don't You Know was a crossover hit on the R&B chart, narrowly missing the top 10. All told, Living Large was a gold-selling hit. Of course, now you know this episode about Dwight Arrington Myers is about the one and only Heavy D. The follow-up album, 1989's Big Time, was the group's real breakthrough. Like its predecessor, it featured production from both Marley Mall and New Jack Swing guru Teddy Riley. By this time, though, there were a bit more depth to Heavy D's persona, and he was also hitting a peak of consistency as a songwriter. Somebody For Me, We Got Our Own Thing, and Girls they love me were all significant R&B hits, with the former two reaching the top 10. Plus, We Got Our Own Thing attracted some attention from MTV while his appearance on Janet Jackson's All Right gave him significant mainstream exposure. Big Time would eventually reach number one on the R&B album chart, making the top 20 on the pop side and would go certified platinum. Unfortunately, tragedy stuck on the album's supporting tour on July 15th, 1990, when Trouble T-Roy fell from a height of two stories and died in Indianapolis. He became the subject of Pete Rock and CL Smooth's hit, They Reminisce Over You, or Troy, as well as a tribute cut on the next Heavy D and the Boys album, 1991's Peaceful Journey. Peaceful Journey was another platinum-selling hit, thanks to the single Now That We've Found Love, a modernized version of the Gamble Huff composition originally recorded by the OJs, which made Heavy D a full-fledged mainstream success. It reached the R&B Top 5 and just missed the Pop Top 10. Is It Good To You and the posse cut Don't Curse were also popular with hip-hop fans. And the MC was also a weekly television presence via his theme song for the sketch comedy series In Living Color. In 1992, he appeared on Michael Jackson's single, Jam, which helped him reach another plateau. Released in 1993, Blue Funk was a tougher effort with productions from Pete Rock, who is his younger cousin, DJ Premier, and Tony Dufat. Despite its lack of pop appeal, it managed to go gold. In the meantime, Heavy D was establishing a concurrent acting career and landed his biggest role yet as a recurring supporting character on the Fox sitcom, Rock. Around the same time, he became the vice president of A&R at Uptown. Over the next few years, he would also appear as a recurring character on another Fox sitcom, Living Single. Heavy D and the Boys returned to platinum status with 1994's Nothing But Love, which spawned hits in Black Coffee, the R&B Top 5, Got Me Waiting, and a title track. It also became their second album to top the R&B chart and was their last release as a group. While still an artist at Uptown Records, Heavy was instrumental in convincing Andre Harrell to originally hire Sean Diddy Combs for his first music business gig as an intern, and he became president of Uptown Records. During this time, Heavy also developed the boy band Soul For Real. Even though he didn't release any material of his own, he wrote and produced material for the likes of Montel Jordan and Soul For Real, including the hit Candy Rain. He briefly served as president of Uptown Records and made his off-Broadway theatrical debut starring in the one-act play Riff Raff, which was written and directed by Lawrence Fishburne. In 1997, he returned as a solo act, releasing Waterbed Head. That album made the top 10 on both the pop and R&B charts and produced a top 5 hit in Big Daddy. His seventh album, 1999's Heavy, became his seventh straight to reach the R&B top 10. He later became senior vice president of Universal Music. In the meantime, he appeared in the 1990s 
1999 Eddie Murphy Martin Lawrence comedy Life and landed a prominent supporting role in the Oscar-nominated drama The Cider House Rules. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to that ad. Now back to the show. In 2000, he was most visible as a counselor on the Fox High School drama Boston Public, which lasted for the next several years, as he worked on albums by Babyface, Jay-Z, Fabulous, and Timbaland, among others. During the rest of the decade, he had a recurring role on The Tracy Morgan Show and Bones, while he also recorded Vibes, a convincing and enjoyable album of reggae pop. He fathered a daughter in 2000 with chef Antonia LaFaso, a contestant on the fourth season of Top Chef. Hevity's final performance was with Eddie F. at the 2011 BET Hip Hop Awards on October 11, 2011, the first live televised performance together in 15 years. Sadly, we lost Dwight Heavy D. Myers on November 8, 2011 in Los Angeles, California at the age of 44. He collapsed outside of his home in Beverly Hills, California and was taken to Cedar Sinai Medical Center. His death was initially thought to be connected to pneumonia. An autopsy report released on December 27, 2011 stated that the cause of death was pulmonary embolism. The coroner's office found that Myers died of PE that had broken off from a deep vein thrombosis in the leg. He also suffered from heart disease. Craig Harvey, chief of the Los Angeles County Department of Cor- Department of the Coroner, said that the blood clot had, that resulted in the PE was most likely formed during the extended airplane ride. Heavy D recently returned from a trip to Cardiff, Wales, where he performed at the Michael Jackson Tribute Concert. Shortly after his death, MC Hammer and others paid tribute to Heavy D on Twitter. Hammer tweeted that, We had a lot of great times touring together. He had a heart of gold. He was a part of what's good about the world. His funeral was held at Grace Baptist Church in his hometown of Mount Vernon, New York. He was buried in Hartsdale, New York. Now, let's go over the albums released by Heavy D and the Boys. Living Large in 1987, Big Time in 1989, Peaceful Journey in 1991, Blue Funk in 1993, Nothing But Love in 1994. Now, let's go over Heavy D's solo albums, which include Waterbed Hev in 1997, Heavy in 1999, Vibes in 2008, and Love Opus in 2011. Now the filmography for Heavy D, which starts with Who's the Man in 1993, New Jersey Drive in 1995, BAPS or Bats in 1997, The Deli in 1997, The Cider House Rules in 1999, Life in 1999, Big Trouble in 2002, Larceny in 2004, Step Up in 2006, and Tower Heist in 2011. Television appearances include A Different World episode Delusions of Daddyhood, Rock in a recurring role, Tales from the Crypt episode On a Dead Man's Chest, Living Single in three episodes, Thanks for Caring, If the crew fits, and do you take this man's wallet? He was also in Boston Public. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in two episodes, including Someday Your Prince Will Be in, in Effect Parts 1 and 2, and an episode where Will and his grandmother go to a Heavy D concert in the episode The Young and the Restless, The Earth Day Special, Bones, episodes A Boy in a Tree, A Man on Death Row, and The Man in the Fallout Shelter, Tyler Perry's House of Pain in episode Dream Girls, Law and Order SVU in episode Personal Fouls, Yes Dear in Open Episode, The Tracy Morgan Show Reoccurring, Are We There Yet? Season 2, Episode 25, and Living Color Season 2, Episode 20, Booker, Episode Mobile Home, and Wayne Head, Episode Boswana Aki and Hydrant of Doom. Hip-Hop's Original Overweight Lover Heavy D parlayed an eminently likable persona and strong MC skills into a lengthy career in music, television, and film. Weighing in at over 250 pounds, his girth could easily have become a one-note premise, but he varied his lyrical concern into including positive message tracks and fun-loving party jams, and exuded warmth and respect for women without getting too graphic or sensitive. Musically, his appeal was just as broad. He was able to mix elements of R&B, reggae, dance, and pop into his music, but his raps were quick-tongued enough that he avoided the accusations of 
selling out that dogged many other crossover successes of his era. Moreover, he was also an all-around talent, an agile dancer, a successful songwriter and producer, a natural actor and an astute businessman who held an executive-level position. Even after his tenure as a mainstream artist effectively ended, he maintained a steady level of popularity all the way through the 2000s. Let me just say, there is absolutely no Drake without Heavy D. Whether Drake mentions Heavy or not, there is no hard rap lyrics with songs for women without Heavy D. Heavy D was spitting hard rhymes and making songs for the ladies. Heavy D was a dancing, rapping, and acting legend. Heavy D will always be the iconic, overweight lover, a legend, and a true MC. Thank you, Heavy D, for everything you did for hip-hop and everything your legacy has left. Thank you, and thank you for listening to this episode of Hip-Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. Thank you, and have a great day.